Welcome to the CFO South Africa podcast, which invites finance professionals who are constantly on the move to tune into the hottest topics in the finance industry. In this episode, brought to you by Sage, CFO South Africa Managing Editor Kaylin Fori will be talking to Rhett Finch and Mpomo Kapeli, who have both moved from the CFOs to the CEOs of their organizations before they turned 40. Find out what these young finance professionals' formula to success was. This podcast is brought to you by Sage, the global market leader for technology that provides small and medium businesses with the visibility, flexibility and efficiency to manage finances, operations and people. Sage is trusted by millions of customers worldwide to deliver the best cloud technology and support. For many finance professionals, becoming a CEO is part of their long-term career strategy. However, Rhett and Mpo got there in the shorter term. They are joining us remotely because of COVID-19 to tell us about their journeys to the top. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Both of you only recently took on the CEO role. Mpo, tell us how the transition has been from CFO to CEO for you. Transitioning from CFO to CEO for me was a bit of a, a journey that I think I appreciated the time. I had 24 months uh, to move from CEO to from CFO to CEO as I was acting for about 24 months as a CEO. Uh, was CFO only for less than two years, which there wasn't a lot to transition from, but mostly to just solidify myself as a CEO during the acting period. Rhett, you are currently serving as Deputy CEO. Tell us how the transition has been for you. Kaylin, the transitions happened almost seamlessly. Um, I think uh, back off the back of the strength and dynamic of our team. We're a core team that have rolled our sleeves up over the years and kind of worked from ground up over the last eight years, um, forming a really strong sense of trust that can really only be built up over time, along with a real purposeful focus on relationships. Relationships really form a focus of our, our culture and a, a big part of who we are, um, which has really helped in the transition. I'd say the biggest disruptor has really been COVID, naturally. So learning to keep the relationships via teams and the infrequent personal meetups has been the biggest personal challenge. And however, we're happy to be getting back to the office slowly but surely and spending some face-to-face time together again strongly believe our, our companies or all companies are really built of relationships. And so we intend to keep our focus on building these going forward or trying to adapt to whatever the new normal bring. So all in all, it's been a, a great transition. Was a fast forward career a personal strategy or is this just how it worked out? Mpo, let's start with you. Um, it's really how things worked out. I, as I indicated, I took up a CFO role and I was not in that position for more than two years. Initially, I wanted to join as a CFO and so for about five years and follow my passion, which is strategy. And uh, it just worked out that it only lasted two years and um, um, found myself leading strategy in an organization as a CEO. So uh, it wasn't really a that short-term strategy, but um, it was a very much shorter version of my long-term strategy. Right. Was a fast-forward career a personal strategy for you? Yeah, absolutely. Just how it worked out. 
guess I believe in working hard, being part of the team without worrying too much of what your title is, and rather on what responsibilities you have to make the team successful. Um, and that cream will always rise to the top. And so a personal view has been to work hard while making a difference that creates a passion and sense of excitement. And you get up in the morning to go and make the difference that you can. And while doing that, I believe you'll find your own purpose and believe the rest will follow. Um, so in this case, I think it's related to your question. Um, and the, the move from finance to deputy CEOs was definitely not sudden, um, but rather a course of events that led to the change by focusing on what really energized me. Mpo, do you ever have imposter syndrome? The realities of my experience gap um, in executive leadership um, were glaring to me, I thought, and that at some point nearly really affected um, my delivery. But it, I used it uh, to for my advantage because I realized that um, I took a short term in executive leadership and then now I'm being given the role to lead an organization. And um, amongst my peers who have been in executive leadership for some time. So I used that feeling. I wouldn't want to call it an imposter syndrome, but it was the realities of my experience gap to identify areas of self-development. And it was in that time that I came to accept that I am young and I came to accept that I have worked hard and that uh, my labor and my passion has uh, paid off. And that's why I was in the position I was. Um, not really feeling that I don't deserve it, but uh, re- being honest with my gaps and addressing my gaps. Right. Do you ever experience imposter syndrome? I guess the answer is no, Kaylin, because I had to Google it, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, I do, however, believe that our successes are not as a result of ourselves alone, but rather as a result of being blessed along with our own unique God-given talents that we need to make sure we um, with, with responsibility, leverage off and make the impact in the world that we've been created to do. And so, um, as Simpo said, um, 100% acknowledging that, that we have gaps and, and think those gaps will always be there. Um, either they're blind spots or, or we're aware of them. Um, and um, I guess by focusing on those blind spots, we can only improve our leadership abilities um, in, in the future. As a CFO, you obviously had to step up quite significantly in order to be recognized for the role of CEO. Mpo, what would you say was that career-changing moment for you? A career-changing moment as a CFO and CEO, I think I moved into an organization that required some finance leadership. Um, And I stepped into the organization and I wasn't very much focused on debit and credit, as I always say. I stepped into roles that weren't given the responsibility of a CFO. And I think above all, I did CFO very well. Uh, One specific, I think, specific moment would be um, the boardroom. Um, In the boardroom, it appeared, I think, to the board that I was providing clarity with regards to where the organization is. And my passion for strategy fused with my financial, with the financial aspect, which I think is where I was recognized as a potential leader and also bringing in the entire business from a finance perspective and bringing everyone along from a finance perspective um, into into the room when it comes to clarity on strategy. So I think that became a a point where, even from a board perspective, they appreciated that element, that um, any opportunity 
um, that came for me to even act in a short space of time or to be sent somewhere, I would be recognized to be to to assist and to come into play. So I'm going to say in the boardroom, um, in teaming, and into living my in living my passion. Right. What was your career changing moment? I don't think there was a specific individual career changing moment. I think there are no quick wins in growing a team um, and your leadership ability, which comes in hand in hand with the CEO role. The foundation of leadership, I believe, is built off a basis of trust that comes slowly over time with a servant-minded leadership focus. Uh, I do think we should continuously be focused on self-improvement for ourselves and to ensure we make the most of our gifts and, and improving the world. And, and so I, I see it as a, a sequence of events rather than a career-changing moment. Both of you have stepped into leadership roles at what most would consider a very young age. Mpo, do you feel that your years of experience, or lack thereof, makes a difference to you running the company? Um, I've always had to prove myself, even as a trainee, as a manager. Um, when client-facing work, I needed to, the first 10 minutes of presentation, I needed to prove myself. So in that um, that experience, I learned to appreciate the fact that I am young and that I'm capable and I'm gifted, um, that I can work with people and I can equally contribute in a room that is full of what you call older executives. As a CFO, I was, uh, I was the youngest amongst the executives and I learned a lot from them. And I learned not to hold back because I'm young. I learn from them and I, I recognize that there's a lot that I can give um, to, to the team. So uh, being young, when you walk into the space, can be a bit, you can be, be intimidated by the experience in the room, but you, I just had to accept what I'm bringing into that room. Do you have an example of where your being young proved to be beneficial? I think maybe um, being young, let me just, being young and inexperienced, I tend to, which someone might call it lack of experience, not conform and bring a different perspective into the room. And that would be accepted that you're breaking away from the norm and uh, it's bringing up improvement. And where we are right now, and I think an example is where I started questioning the business model of the organization. And where we are right now, we are actually, we, we had to really look at our business model and we are in the process of our organizational design review. From that, I think it's coming from lack of experience and not wanting to conform what has already been there for a long time, even if it doesn't work. There must also have been some doubt from some of the stakeholders in the company around hiring someone that might not have as much experience as an older executive. Right. How do you prove yourself in such a situation? Kaylin, I'll say by, by working hard and, and focusing on your, your dreams, your goals and the future, rather than worrying about yourself and our own performance. I think ultimately our performance is as a result of the teams we work in rather than ourselves. And so working hard within our teams will ultimately define our successes. And I'd say that's how I've approached in the last number of years. Mpo, how do you prove yourself in a situation like that? I think the funny thing is that um, I'm in a public, I'm in the public sector, and uh, executive positions sometimes can be seen very political. And when I was appointed, uh, appointed, the question that always came was, "Who do you know in the political space?" 
Um, and there's an assumption that uh, you've been placed there politically because you know someone. And often that you prove by, I think like uh, Rick said, by living your passion, doing your best um, and serving in a place where you are placed. And that for me has proven that I'm not there because I've been placed. I'm not there because I know someone. I'm not there because I'm just young. I'm there because I've got the capabilities and I can deliver. Right. Do you think there are benefits to being a young leader, especially coming from the finance function? As I said, there's definitely there's pros and cons, but I, I don't think it's a significant benefit. Um, but we do, but we do, as I, as I mentioned, relate naturally gravitate towards um, different people. I think based based off our, our age and experiences. I think the key part is to is to widen that and stretch ourselves outside of our, our age and backgrounds um, to really spend more time with people older, younger, same age, you know, across genders, um, really stretch ourselves. And I found, I found instances of, of really growing personally by spending more time with, with them towards those that are, are like us. Um, I think I found significant growth with, with those that are different to us. And an example will be that one of, one of the core members of, of our senior team is, is 65. Um, it's a little bit older than me, but we, we're great friends. Um, and I get a phone call from him the other day at the phone and say, hey, I'm just missing you, buddy. I love you. And it's just something that you know wouldn't naturally happen um, outside, but within the work environment. Uh, it's, it's refreshing to see how we can stretch ourselves across our different backgrounds and, and ages. So maybe that's to answer it differently. Um, we shouldn't restrict ourselves to, or to thinking to um, our age should define us, but, but rather play a part in how we interact with others. Mpo. How do you feel your role as CFO has prepared you for this next step in your career? My two years as a CFO have contributed greatly to, to my current role as a CEO. As a CFO, you get exposed to the entire business from operations to fighting with marketing, uh, with asking them to align for strategy. Um, to ICT, to um, cleaning facilities. And that exposure has uh, assisted me in understanding the entire business as a whole. And mainly, even when you look at the core operations of the corporations of the organization, where I got to understand and contribute to effective and within budgets, and not only about budgets. And I think this contributed greatly to my role uh, now. If I wasn't a CFO and maybe had a limited role, I don't think I would have had a head start as a CEO. Right. How has your role as CFO prepared you for this next step? So I absolutely agree with Mpo um, that there couldn't be, I think, a better foundation or solid grounding um, to to move into the CEO um, responsibility, really understanding the financial backbone of, of our company and what really the, the key drivers are um, and the, the kind of key levers that we can pull that will, will really make a difference. Um, and aligning, aligning that understanding, I think, creates clarity um, within the strategy and vision for the company over the next five years. Um, and so 100% feel that um, the finance background or the, the CFO-specific role has created a significant advantage transitioning into the CEO or deputy CEO role. And how much does the role of CEO differ from your previous role as CFO? (laughs) 
that's a funny question. I struggled. Like I said, I was acting as a CEO for two years while I held on to the responsibilities of the CFO. And I was not letting go uh, because of the how things were structured. But uh, for me, I realized that as a CFO, I was doing a lot of the role of a CEO. And maybe even before acting, my previous CEO allowed me to step into those spaces. And I availed myself. And uh, so my CFO role was very not a f- only finance role, had a lot of strategy in it. I could have limited myself to finance as a CFO. Um, but uh, there hasn't been a lot of distinction right now from a, a solely CEO role. A lot of stakeholder migrators difference and greatest um uh, I think differentiation has been very much external stakeholder driven, whereas as a CFO, uh, I was more internally uh, focused on internal stakeholders. So for me, that's one of the great um, um, uh, difference between that CFO and uh, CEO role in my journey. Right. For you? Helen, so the, the roles and responsibilities are definitely very different. Um, when when thinking the CFO and deputy CEO role, however, um, there's been a definite transition or slow change um, between the two roles, and so there was definitely a blur. There were blurred lines over the last number of years um, within the CFO roles and responsibilities were extended um, quite far into the operational space. Um, being MD of our, our broker channel and starting that, um, starting the commercial channel, and so there's been there's been a slow transition towards it. So at King Price, we we not really title orientated or focused, which sometimes creates confusion and, and sometimes creates agility um, and flexibility. Um, and so through my experience, the CFO role hasn't been ring fenced to a finance role in its entirety, but but rather a real 50-50 between the finance and operational side, which has then moved more into a, an 80-20 now, uh, 80 being more in the strategic operational leadership side with a, a real strong CFO coming in and supporting me while still being very focused on, on the finances and understanding how it's playing a part in our strategy and our future. Thank you so much for your wonderful insights. Both of you have stepped up significantly in your previous roles as CFOs, resulting in you becoming young leaders of your organizations. It really is inspiring to hear your stories. Before we let you go, is there any advice you would like to give to young finance professionals who also hope to become CEOs? Yeah, so it's it's work hard. Find what inspires you and creates a passion to get you out of bed in the morning and, and really make a difference. Um, and have fun while doing it. Don't obsess where you are now, where you want to be in your career by a certain age. Life is flexible and, and don't get bothered by the changes. Rather embrace them and see the opportunities within the change. And rather focus on the things that you can can do um, and keep contributing to the team's successes. And I, I genuinely believe the rest will fall into place. Um, and as I said earlier, the cream will always rise to the top. Rest stole it from me. <laughs> um, I think for me, it would be to a young finance professional, um, serve with diligence wherever you are. Don't focus on titles and positions. Um, live your passion and often your passion will uh, elevate you to roles and responsibilities and position 
um, that um, you aspire to 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 reach. Um, like I said, it's not about titles; it's really about making a change. So make the change in whatever role you are in. I couldn't agree more with you, Mbo. Thank you so much for being with us, guys. It's been great to have you, and we hope to hear from you again soon. Thanks, Kaylin, and have a good one. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Kaylin. Thanks for the thoughtful and invoking questions. This podcast is brought to you by Sage, the global market leader for technology that provides small and medium businesses with the visibility, flexibility, and efficiency to manage finances, operations, and people. Sage is trusted by millions of customers worldwide to deliver the best cloud technology and support.